Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. For Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Ben Heisler is one of the best in the business, and it's time for some fantasy advice with our guy Benny Heis. He's a sports and gamble, or excuse me, sports gambling and fantasy football analyst. For Sports Illustrated joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Heis, how you doing today, man? What's happening, Rivers, BK? How we living? Uh, we're good. We'd we're be good. better if I didn't have a bunch of Steelers on my fantasy teams this year and I knew what the hell I was supposed to do because I've got Big Ben, I've got Juju Smith-Schuster, i got James Conner. Heis, I know some of our listeners are in the same spot that I'm in right now. What are we supposed to do now that the Titans in the Steelers game has officially been postponed? Yeah, it's a bummer, and I actually just wrote about this over at SI.com slash fantasy. It's basically you're treating this as if the waiver wire just sort of had a do-over, and now you're just back from square one, and you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I make sure I try and have a couple of options still left so that I can get through my rosters? So I think if you're looking for a couple guys to pivot off of, you know, whether you have Ryan Tannehill, Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Henry, James Conner, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster quietly is in the number nine wide receiver in PPR this year. But if you're looking for some alternatives, you have somebody like Teddy Bridgewater, who's available in 83% of leagues, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, available in about 85% of leagues. Both of these guys have really intriguing matchups this week. Panthers are going up against Arizona. That's 22nd against the pass. Conversely, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I know that he didn't put up great numbers last week in the win against Jacksonville. He was just really efficient, and they let the ground game take control. But Seattle is dead last in the NFL stopping the pass and giving up all sorts of big touchdowns all season long. So you can go with somebody like him, maybe even pair him up with Preston Williams, who could be available. Uh, if you're looking for running backs, maybe Jeffrey Wilson of the 49ers. It's crazy BK and Rivers to pick up a guy that at one point was the fourth string running back on the team, but the 49ers are just loaded at the position. Uh, you can even hold your nose and even consider Frank Gore no. going up against <laughs> yes! you, you don't have to. Nope. I'm saying yes! if you're completely and totally desperate, you can go ahead and pick up Frank Gore considering the Jets are actually two and a half point favorites at home against the Broncos. There's plenty of other options available. Treat this like a waiver wire spot. Treat this as if those guys are on a bye. Yes, we'll get that game in at some point, but you can't just go ahead and and take the out. Treat treat this aggressively. Yeah, hi. Okay, you mentioned Frank Gore a little bit there. I wanted to circle back to this Thursday night barn burner of a matchup that we're going to have. I'll call it the showdown here this evening. If people have somebody, we talked about Frank Gore, but is there anybody else on either team that could have a big night tonight? Uh, probably not. I mean, maybe maybe the defenses. 
like if you're going to get excited about playing fantasy defenses and maybe consider the Broncos going up against Darnold has been a turnover machine, or maybe even consider the Jets going up against the Broncos third string quarterback. I suppose that's in play. Um, I, I think a couple guys that are still worthy of being able to be startable options include Melvin Gordon. The offense is just going to have to go through him. You have Brett Ryphon, who's the third string quarterback going up for Denver. So it's, not really expected that he'll be this great playmaker right out of the shoot. Uh, and then I suppose from the Jets side, you know, Jamison Crowder is going to give it a go tonight. Uh, saw 13 targets in week one, had over 115 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's just a very safe high floor option for Sam Darnold. And even if he's not at a hundred percent, I still would imagine that Darnold is likely targeting him a bunch in this game. But after that guys, a whole lot of slim pickings for just what, feels like just a disgusting feels like one of those NFL games where you gotta like shower afterwards. That's, I'm not feeling it tonight. I've never missed Dolphins Jags the way that I'm going to tonight. Like last week they gave us Dolphins Jags and they're like, hey, if you if you were willing to watch that one, let's see if you'll be also willing to watch Broncos Jets we this week. This is awful. Um we do have to make picks for our station heist and we do technically have to pick this game. The Jets are a one and a half point home favorite in this one. If you were to pick a side in this one and you go to the FanDuel Paradise Sportsbook and use the promo code Brandon, and maybe you want to get some action because there's no other reason to watch this game, which side do you like in this? I still like the Denver side because everything that I've read about Brett Ripon is that this is a guy that's going to sling it a little bit. He's not going to be like Jeff Crystal and, and Duncan and Duncan down the field. He's not going to have some costly turnovers. Um, I, I think they're actually fairly high on this kid. And I also think there's just more talent on both sides of the ball compared to the Jets. I think the Jets are, are getting the slight bump because of the fact that it's at home, because nobody knows who Brett Ripon is. I may not even be pronouncing his name. I think it's Ripon. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> Brett Ripon. Okay. So there you go. I'm looking at it purely from a numbers standpoint. Uh, but I, I do think Denver probably still has an edge. Like if you're trying to tell me that this is the game that Adam Gase has to manage to keep his job, like, is anybody with the New York Jets organization really going to go and win one for the Gipper and just try to rally around Adam Gase? <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Denver's a better team. Jerry Judy's still a terrific wide receiver. He could get involved as well. Melvin Gordon could see a bunch of action. Uh, and I just don't think it's going to be an inspired performance, regardless of what the line would indicate. So I would take the Broncos. All right, Ice. Are we at the point where we can start Michael Thomas? That's a really good question. I, I don't know just yet. The initial reviews were fairly positive coming out of practice on Wednesday. Sean Payton mentioned that he was moving around particularly well. Um, I, I mean, I love the matchup. You're going up against the Lions who have given up since last year the most air yards to any wide receiver. Um, and they're 29th currently in pro football focuses pass coverage ranking. So um, this is sort of that sneaky shootout of the week. I think the, the Saints defense has had all sorts of issues stopping the pass this year. So if Thomas is able to give it a go, then I don't feel, I, I don't think there's one issue in making sure that he's locked in on your fantasy lineup. It's just one of those situations, uh, Rivers, where I think you just have to watch the injury report, make sure he doesn't end up back on there last minute. Um, I, I think the, the goal was always to get back to week four. Uh, and I think that's where they're going to end up getting, but it's just one of those wait and see type things. If I'm a good team and the team that has Michael Thomas is a bad team right now, should I be trying to buy low? Because I'm looking at this schedule heist. You got the Lions, Chargers, Panthers, Bears. Uh, Michael Thomas, if he is actually healthy, could really have some big weeks here. Should I be trying to buy low on him before he comes back? 
I think you might have missed that window, BK. I think the time to have bought low on Michael Thomas was like as soon as he got hurt. Because then you have fantasy managers trying to scramble, trying to figure out, okay, how long is he going to be out? There was reports that it could have been four to six weeks, and now appears like it could only be two or three. Um, you can always try. You know, I, I think Michael Thomas, even somebody like A.J. Brown, I think especially now is like the ideal time to buy low on A.J. Brown with the Tennessee Titans because he's missed the last two games. And now fantasy managers are having to deal with the fact that that game got postponed. So I think with Michael Thomas, he's in that too high of a tier to consider buying low on. You can certainly try, but I think the real buy low target that I'm really into so far is AJ Brown. We're talking with Ben Heisler. You can find his work on sports illustrated where he's a sports gambling and fantasy football analyst for him. You can also follow him on Twitter at Benny Heist. Heist, you mentioned uh, going into tonight's game, Adam Gase might be coaching for his job. I've got some odds in front of me right now. Um, on from Bovada on the first coach fired. He's two to one. I got Dan Quinn at three and a half to one along with Matt Patricia. Bill O'Brien is eight to one. Doug Marone is 14 to one and Anthony Lynn with Mike Zimmer at 18 to one. Who do you like right now in terms of the odds to be the first coach fired this season? Well, considering that if, if the Jets have to win this game tonight for Adam Gase to keep his job, and we don't think the Jets are going to win tonight, <laughs> I think you have to go with the favorite here. I think that's the likely direction to go. Um, it, the Dan Quinn thing is, is stunning to me, right? Like this back-to-back, just brutal fourth-quarter losses uh, on top of what we remember from the Super Bowl. It's just not a good characteristic with this team. And, yeah, they were dealing with some injuries last week. Not having Julio Jones is going to be impactful, but – Uh, They still couldn't stop Nick Foles and a Bears offense that was very mediocre, if not bad this year, from coming back against them. And think about it from this perspective, too. If the Falcons were to have fixed their defense that allowed Dan Quinn to keep his job a season ago, but what happened? You know, that was the, 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 the rationale and the factor in keeping him there. And that defense can't stop anybody anymore. I, I'm not sure what they're doing. So I, I think they're favorites for a reason on Bovada. I think you probably have to go in that order. And again, I, I think all the reports coming out of New York is that if, if the Jets can't beat the Broncos and, and Brett Rippon, now that I got his name <laughs> right, they can't beat him. Uh, I, I think he's going to be done. Uh, a couple quick questions left for you, Heist. Chiefs are playing the Patriots this week after they had that Monday night showdown against the Ravens. They looked fantastic against Baltimore. Now they're a seven-point home favorite against the Patriots. Is there a little value, in your opinion, on this Patriots team going into Kansas City? I, that's a really, really tough line. And by the way, the last couple of weeks, we, we've gotten it right with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, took them, uh, you know, went against them when they went to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers, then got right back on board against the Ravens. Um, it, to the clarify, guys, you've had it right the last two weeks. I have had it yeah, wrong. BK each of had the it last wrong last weeks. week. Listen, listen, I, I consider this to be to be a team effort here. You know, this, this is our picks together. You know, we it's also a good way for us to keep our record up. So that's another way to sort of, you know, factor in the system. Yeah, I, I, I just don't have a lean on this at this point. And I know that feels like a cop out answer, guys, but seven kind of feels like the right number. Like the Chiefs should be in control. Uh, I think Cam Newton could be in line for a really big game, especially with Julian Edelman, maybe even Nikhil Harry considering that you do have some substantial injuries. LeJarrius Sneed uh, is now going on injured reserve for the Kansas City Chiefs. So they're going to be without a couple of their, their major cornerbacks. And remember, Rashad Breland doesn't come back until uh, until next week, I don't believe. So that's, that's fairly substantial. I, I think if I had to lean in one direction, I think the Patriots 
could probably cover that seven and this game could end up being a little bit closer than we anticipate. But I mean, this is what Kansas city does. They, they just win big games and they take care of business and it doesn't really matter how good and how talented of a defense they're going up against Pat Mahomes can beat them. So I think my initial lean right now is to take Patriots and hope that that number goes up to seven and a half. We've already seen this line move from eight to seven. Uh, so I imagine that's probably where it's going to end up, but yeah, tough to lean on this one, guys. But if I, you know, come to my head, I suppose I take the Patriots at plus seven. Final question for you, Heis. What's your pick of the week? Is there one game in particular that you're just loving right now? Yeah, I, I love the Saints minus four going on the road against Detroit. I, I think a lot of people are down on New Orleans right now. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily fair. I, I think an offensive environment favors New Orleans. Um, and, and I just don't know how the, the Lions are going to stop Drew Brees. Brees was not a guy that I was looking to take in a bunch of rosters um, in season long this year, I just kind of felt they were going to be a little bit more ground and pound with Camara, middle across the field. And I thought he was going to get some touchdowns vultured by the likes of Taysom Hill. But uh, the Lions play man-to-man defense, and that's pretty much it. And Bree should be able to just pick them apart with all the talent that he has around them, especially with Camara. Michael Thomas comes back. Uh, the Lions got a big win uh, at Arizona. That surprised a lot of people, but I, I don't think they're going to do it again at home. Uh, the Saints minus four feels like the absolute right side and the right play here. Heiss, we always appreciate a man. He's a sports gambling and fantasy football analyst over at Sports Illustrated. Follow him on Twitter at Benny Heiss. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today, man. Enjoyed the games this weekend. All right, boys, be good. We'll talk to you next week.